When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Player Profiler and our podcast network is super resource intensive and we rely on premium subscriptions to the website playerprofiler.com to keep the engine running. Go there, sign up for our player rankings, Dynasty Deluxe, DFS package, or go all in. Those that subscribe are everything to us. Last week in the deep end, everything was light and gay. Adam and I were talking to Sigmund Bloom. He was naming guys. Everything was just fine. But tonight we are fighting. Not Sigmund. Sigmund, I think, doesn't fight with anybody. I don't know him well enough to say that. But Adam and I are fighting, and we'll explain why. We'll get some sharks going. And recap the draft. Do some rookie draft prep for anybody out there in Dynasty Leagues, which hopefully is all of you. Drafting this week, Mike Shope, Adam Krautwurst. Thanks for watching and listening to The Deep End. Here we go. I have had a day, not a real life day, where you have a terrible job or it's just an awful day at at your job and, you know, you sort of, have this moment where you're questioning everything. Not a real life day, a fantasy football day. Okay. So it's the best week, right? It's the best week. The real draft is over. You have dynasty drafts and mine are beautifully spaced out. One today, one tomorrow, four on Saturday, you know, one on Sunday with you on and on. It's beautiful. And in this league I'm in, and I have told, you know, parentheses, warned those guys in that league that I am going to talk about this tonight. So in that league, I had the 101, super flex tight end premium. Think. I'm thinking. I was going to say a certain, think an invitational draft you and I have been involved in that you might have thought up. Yes. Tight end premium, <laughs> super flex, but you have to start two tight ends. It's 1.75 points per reception for tight ends. Oh, wow. And it's all just sort of like the trash compactor you know, of the format, just like, you know, everybody in. So the tight ends go up, everything, doesn't matter. So I draft Robinson at 101, first draft of the season. Great. Yep. And the rest of the day, I mean, I had enough time today to really sort of plug in. It's the only draft I have going. I am really grinding at this. I know maybe four guys out of 12. I've been terrible for two years. Like, this is my moment to get up there and take advantage of what I – believe my interpretation of the format and make moves Two, forget it you know Richardson I don't even bother three okay I think the guy's pretty sharp you know the little back and forth he makes his pick four 
ignores me, hours go by, makes his pick. I don't even know if he's a real person or if he's a bot or whatever. I don't even know what happened there, but you know, five, six, seven, eight, whatever. The whole day I'm sending out, I'm, I'm offering Brees Hall up. I'm throwing Brees Hall into every offer, like just Brees Hall. I mean, Adam, overall in any format, he's like a top 10 player, top 20 in a sort of a twisted super flex premium, whatever. I mean, I'm throwing Brees Hall in, I'm throwing draft picks, I'm throwing Pickens, you know, up Pierce, Pacheco, just I gotta get in. I gotta get back into the whatever. I gotta get back into the first round. Nothing. Nothing. They're either not paying attention to me or they're just like, is it something I said? I don't know. I've been giving them my money for two years. Like they should show a little bit. They should want to take advantage of me. They should think you're the fish. I'm an offer. I'm a fish, and they should just snap call. Nope. I can't get anywhere. I go to my, I go to WGR for the day, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nothing. I mean, just could not, Brees Hall could not get a deal done. I get out of the, the radio show at seven o'clock. I'm like, Adam, we weren't talking about this draft before, but I got to say a, a word about it. You know, here's what happened. I spent the whole day grinding, trying to make this trade. And Adam's like, is a slow draft? Isn't that what's supposed to happen? <laughs> Like, you know what? Thanks. That's just what I needed to hear. Walking in the door. My fantasy wife. I walk in the That's door. Right. Husband, That's if you'd right. rather be husband, doesn't matter. I walk in the door and like, oh, this is what happened to me at work today. And Adam's like, so? <laughs> well, okay. I'm glad we're talking about this because what I actually meant, what I meant was it's a slow draft. Shouldn't people be trading? That's what I meant. Oh. I meant it that way. But I, so I'm glad. Listen. Can Are you we making up? Communication's key in these relationships. Do you know what I mean? I'm glad we're <laughs> I'm glad we're we're talking this out. Well, who are you targeting, but by the way, for all the for all the fans? Kincaid. Kincaid, I love it. I was literally gonna be like, is this for Kincaid? Oh, I yeah. love it. So I would have I would have made an offer for I drafted Robinson at one. I would have made an offer for Kincaid at two. I felt like there was no hope. Don't bother. At three, I made an offer, didn't say who it was. I think I think the guy at three is pretty sharp. He trades down for uh, six and 13 and three picks, maybe Bryce Young. Fine. You know, perfectly fine. Uh, nice trade for the guy trading down, I think. But, you know, also go get your guy, right? Yep. So then do I want a list? I can get a list. I'm not going to Where show did Kincaid it. go? I'm going to get there. Oh, baby. So four is the guy who I don't even know if he's real. Uh, four drafts Stroud. Okay. Look, Fine. let me be a little bit careful here. People have jobs and stuff, and I'm sure. I'm sitting here in my on my deck, right? Like I don't go into work until one o'clock. It's it, it you know it's fine. I'm not trying to put anybody down. Yeah, but yeah, whatever. I sent three offers, Brees Hall, nothing. Just take the pick. No, not even a response. Like not even a rejection. I didn't get. I sent twenty trade offers out today. I got no rejections. Every time, sometimes the person communicated with me. Sometimes they didn't. Either way, I had to delete the offer every single time because it was never like turned down. I've been terrible in this league. They have total scoreboard over me. If they pound me in the chat tonight, I deserve it because I've done nothing good in this league. But here I am <laughs> complaining about the other people. Not really. Five gives. Okay. Yep. Six is the guy at three I tried to make the deal with. Come back again. He's like, I really like Kincaid. I'm like, all right, see ya. Bye. Because that's the guy I wanted. Yeah. It goes six. This is two tight ends start. 1.75 yeah. points per reception. Yeah. Huge. 
you know, if you really run a, a calculus on the numbers, the tight end. Kincaid should have probably gone ahead ahead of Gibbs. Kincaid? Is this Superflex? Yes. Yeah, he should have gone ahead ahead of Gibbs. To me, he was the second pick. Yeah, absolutely. You 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 run the numbers. Tight ends play way longer. One point seven five is just wild. And you have to start two. Right. Yeah, Kincaid's you know tied to tied to Josh Allen. Uh, I mean, we could we'll, we'll you know we'll we'll get into it a little bit later, but yeah, for sure, for sure. So then some receivers go, and eventually, before I even well before we even chatted, but I was thinking like I'm just gonna throw my hands up about this league and this draft and be all just, you know, a mess. I did make a trade to get back in. So I'm up now and I traded Pickens for this pick essentially. And it's not going to make sense if I tell you what I'm doing. So I'm going to drop it here because the format is, is skewed and I want to sort of take a breath and look at the board and then I'll make my pick when the draft is over. Without moving but, further into the depths of that trade, can you explain why you wanted to trade Pickens? Yes. You know what? I think he's somebody that I think people see Odell Beckham in, like as a first, second year player, without having the first year that Beckham had, where you have this amazing talent that made these highlight reel backhand catches like this. And I don't think, you know, the odds are good that that career is in his range of outcomes. You know, like it's just quarterback piece, Deontay Johnson. I don't know if Pickens is, what has he really done? I would like to hear your opinion because you have one. If you ask me, like, do you think he's somebody you want to be buying in dynasty right now? Because for me, I mean, I don't mind having him, but I needed in my mind, I needed to get a tight end somehow in this way like it needed to make a move as a last place team and i had other guys too like the guys i mentioned who are running backs but pickens was somebody i felt i could live without yeah i guess it depends on what your roster looks like too um i don't know he's a guy that i kind of like you know especially in dynasty because he's pretty cheap and um he's a guy that's a quarterback away he's i think he's really good and teams are a lot more likely to and quarterbacks a couple of things. Quarterbacks are playing a lot longer these days. You've got 38-year-old quarterbacks, 43-year-old quarterbacks. So think Jets, think Russell Wilson, Broncos. Russell Wilson stinks, but it's an example of a team trading for a veteran quarterback or a veteran quarterback hitting the market and being picked up. All that to say is the Steelers could get, could get through this season with terrible quarterbacks and say, hey, listen, we've got, I mean, they've got two tight ends now. They've got multiple receivers. They've got fine running backs. They have an offense ready to win now. And so I could see them making a move next offseason for a quarterback that can put Pickens over the top as a, you know, high-end wide receiver too. I think he has that type of talent. So that's a guy that I would um, be happy to trade for depending on like what my situation is. But I certainly wouldn't be selling him. But again, I don't know what your roster is and you don't want to go deeper into it. But well. You know. No, I don't really think of myself as selling him. I didn't think of this idea until today. So it's admittedly a little bit half-baked. But this team has Bijan, Paul, Pierce, Pacheco, Penny, Metcalf, Elijah Moore, Pickens, not anymore, and a couple other usable receivers. It is where I'm weaker, but with my draft picks, I think I can I can make a comeback. Yeah. And then tight yeah. end is, of course, a Conquo. 
of course and likely and you know a couple other just the, the marginals and uh hopefully in the near future i account for that tell you then adam while we're on the subject two things one this is a tight end premium draft to the hilt like it's 1.75 start two i think i tweeted this today it, it seems tight end premium is more uh sort of not standard per se but like sort of the analysts and people who are making charts and such are accounting for tight end premium in a, in a to a greater extent than before and thank goodness because tight end premium saves this rookie draft if you're in a one qb non-tight end premium draft it's horrendous i mean it's like yes. two picks three picks and then just whatever right yes. like that's how it fell this year but super flex a little bit better but it still only goes so far you know shows are talking about what to do at one seven if you have tight end premium you're it's a great first round i mean really especially in a format like this so i don't always love this format but this year with Kincaid and Mayer and Laporta and Musgrave and Washington and Kuntz and the other guys, Kuntz, you know, we go back and forth on that, you and I, but, you know, there are a lot of good players there and that really helps a lot. It makes all the difference this year in rookie drafts. Yeah, six tight ends in the first two rounds of the NFL draft. Is that what I read? Six, I think one in the first, five in the second, most since 19, I don't know, 78 maybe, I think it was uh, Dicka, the number one tight end back then in 1978. <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> in 1978 he was coaching that's right <laughs> but uh yeah no tight end premium and it's so funny we get to these draft and we'll, we'll get into this other stuff in a minute but you get to the just just like you said like these these drafts are like if it's not you know super it's got to be it's like a man i'm looking like man i, I wish you super flex and then the tight end premium this is in the draft you're talking about it's like tight end premium plus and i think it's just all the years of people playing the same stuff over and over and just getting, and now we're doing, you know, hundreds of drafts a season. So you get kind of like bored with the same thing. So, you know, best ball mania, as great as it is, it's pretty standard, you know, um, and we're doing a ton of those. So, uh, yeah, I love super flex. I love tight end premium shout out to FFPC, obviously for kind of uh, yeah. pioneering that in the, in, yeah. the, in the, in the high stakes world. So, uh, I love it. It's just that this year it fell perfectly where the draft, the rookie drafts really needed the tight end piece. Yes. And, you know, we're going to get some turnover at tight end, uh, running back too, but it's um, it's good timing for the tight ends to fall in. Adam and I are in a league that I created called Empire Niagara, which is a dynasty league, but empire, which means you win two in a row, you take all the money and the league ends. Half the pot every year goes to the side. And our draft is Sunday. And did you see Mike Leone? So on Sunday, he traded me, DJ Moore, and Kittle for Pitts. Oh. And then today, he flipped Pitts for Andrews. What the heck? Okay, he must have had that already in the works. I don't don't think so. No? Okay. I mean, another guy in the league asked me that today. I don't think so, because he has been – coming from for Pitts for me before like he always wants Kyle Pitts does his broadcast portfolio also reflect that like Mike Leone and Kyle Pitts I mean he has been aggressive you know not in a bad way more in Kittle I decided to do it because I have like 11 wide receiver threes and then he flips Pitts for Andrews I don't know maybe but 
my instinct is uh, it just came to him. I love when studs like Leone are going after guys that I, that I love. That make, It makes me feel good. Because, you know, I've been on the pitch train, and he was not good. Where that's, you know, we all know what happened last year. So it's nice to see him still on uh, on that because uh, I love Pitts. You know, athletic profile, the whole the, the, the whole thing. Another team that's a quarter, now a quarterback away with all the weapons that, that they have. Are they ever? Well, he, yeah. he was on that train until this morning, then he traded him. That's right. For, that's Kyle, right. for Mark Andrews. Who would you rather have, Pitts or Andrews? Are you Pitts uh, or Andrews? I think Pitts. I mean, the, 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 the Ravens. Uh, offense now is just this whole draft. So, like, uh, I'll start with the Ravens' offense. I mean, they all the weapon they went from like weapon lists now, right? To if they're healthy, Beckham, Bateman, Andrews, uh, who's the rookie? Rookie, rookie, I'm losing my mind. Flowers, Flowers, yes, 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 love Flowers. Um, they've got two, they've got two, so many weapons now. So, it's like, what are they gonna do? I still think Andrews is like his guy, Lamar's guy, but. I don't think he's going to be the target monster that he used to be. Um, so I think I, I would lean towards Pitts plus Pitts is younger as, as well. But this whole, this whole NFL draft was just teams that already have weapons loading up on more weapons, which I love that for the NFL teams, but I hate that for, for fantasy. And it's like, you know, you think about the chargers with Quentin Johnston, you think about, you know, the Seahawks with Smith and Jigba, you think about, uh, uh, you know, Bijan Robinson landed in a beautiful, beautiful spot, but um, just so many teams. The Ravens with Zay Zay Flowers. I mean, it just goes on and on. The list of, of teams that already had a ton of weapons that added more more weapons, especially in the fir- first round with that draft capital. You know, Marvin Mims, who I liked, the Broncos, another team that's so it, it stinks for fantasy drafts because how do you project who's going to do what? It's okay for best ball, I guess, but it's I'm getting into the mid rounds of these redrafts, these underdogs and. FFPC and all I see is just receivers on teams that have so many options now to throw to, and I can't put a finger on, 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 on like anybody that I really like at this point, you know? So it's, it's just been a lot of, it's been a, been a lot of that, you know? So even the Steelers, you get a bad quarterback, but you get two good receivers going in the same range, you know? So we'll see, we'll see. I guess it's Brandon cooks is, is the guy for the, for the, for the Cowboys. Uh, good, good quarterback number two up in there. So, uh, we'll see. If you stay to the end, I'll show you a Fantasy Pros Championship draft at FFPC that I that I did. It was a slow draft, and the the clock fell so that I was up as round two started at pick eleven. And so wait that out to the end. It wasn't. I mean, Darren, slow down if you're out there watching. It was. I wasn't squatting. I was just sort of processing and thinking squatting. and strategizing and. Those are the same things, but maybe okay. So Mingo, and then 12 goes boom, boom, and I wait again, and it's it's Rice. And they're both, like, way earlier than they've ever gone in the Fantasy Pros Championship. I tweeted it. Darren Armani, Fantasy Mojo, come at me, and guess what? He did. Yep. So I'll show that board at the end of the night, stay to the end. But next, we'll do a quick uh, oh, sorry, run-through of the first round of rookie drafts that we're all kind of getting into right now. First, though, we want to thank our sponsors, and here's a word from they. You know, people always ask me, hey, what is the, the World Series of Fantasy or the Super Bowl of Fantasy Football? And it's easy. It's the FFPC, the Fantasy Football Players Championship. It's a $6 million prize pool, and they've had their never-too-early best ball leagues cranking since February 
So the FFPC is the answer to so many questions. Hey, hey, where's the best place to get a dynasty orphan? Well, you can adopt a dynasty orphan at the FFPC. That's why we partner with them. If you want to play fantasy football for low, medium, high stakes, seasonal, best ball, dynasty, go to the FFPC. And don't forget, promo code UNDERWORLD gets you $25 off your first team. $25 off your first team, no matter what team it is, no matter what format it is, at the FFPC. Go do it. Somehow I'm having big trouble with the wording coming in and out of the breaks, but uh, we'll get better. You'll get there. You'll, you're, you're new to the business. You'll, I'm, you'll, new. You'll I'm a spring chicken. <laughs> All right. One quarterback, yes. PPR, no tight end premium, Adam. Boring. Everybody's 101 is Robinson. Yep. Gibbs at two. Maybe there's a debate at three between the receivers or even Richardson. And then there's Kincaid to figure out. But if we're drafting this week, that's the whole thing. Like the second, the third, and the later rounds. Well, not the later rounds are the later rounds where you're just going to sort of kind of shake them up in a basket. Yeah. 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 You have guys like Charbonnet and Tillman, you know, who were exciting prospects that didn't land right necessarily. But that's still pretty much round two at the late round one at the very earliest. That middle of round one, which is usually so interesting and you can make trades and you just arrive at your draft and you grab a beer and you figure something out. I don't know. I feel like this year is kind of a dud for that in that format. Yeah, I I completely agree. Um, Fantasy Plumber says, I love the draft. This year is going to separate the good managers. From the bad, it it absolutely could, you know, um, a lot to sift through. I think Lent, and I think a lot of that isn't to do with the talent, Mike, that the stuff that you're talking about. I think a lot of that has to do with, like, again, the land, the, the landing spots. You know, a lot of these teams, they got loaded up. Like, I love Smith and Jigba, but I don't love him you know, this year. So it's kind of hard with Dynasty. You want to look kind of past that. Um, you know, you get guys like um, T- Tyler Lockett is, is old. You know, he's in the, he's 30-something. Um, so you kind of got to be like, okay, well, he's the next Tyler Lockett there. And he kind of, he complements DK Metcalf really well. So I think he would be my third for sure. Um, you're one Oh three in a one quarterback. Yes. Yeah. I wouldn't even have a quarterback or a tight end probably like in my top, I don't know, eight, like at, at, like at nine, I might go like Anthony Richardson. Just okay, so you could put Richardson behind all those four receivers and Gibbs and maybe Kincaid. I I would, and and, and I, so it'd be interesting to see when these rookie drafts start. I just, you know, he's not even like a can't miss guy, but the, he has the crazy upside. And usually in the thing, and usually in one quarterback dynasty leagues, you can trade for a Derek Carr as your backup for nothing. You know what I mean? So it's like, do I want to spend a first round pick on a quarterback, wait to see if he develops and all that stuff when I can just, you know, when I could take like a Jonathan Mingo or something at the end of the first round or whatever. And, and, let, and let me, let me push back against that in this way. So that has been the conventional thinking, like the one quarterback league, you don't need to sort of, you know, go late round QB, everything else, but it has moved in the last five years where the elite QB can really be a, a major difference maker. I'll show you this trophy. 
Oh, from the league of hopes and dreams. Beautiful. And the quarterbacks who were the starters in the winning weeks in that league, it's all the names, Allen, Jackson, Mahomes, until this year it was Gardner Minshew. Thank you. I'll I'll, uh, get my name engraved back on here in a couple of weeks. But, you know, isn't there a counterpoint here about the upside fields now? I mean, even a Daniel Jones, if that makes it. Richardson, Richardson could blow everybody away. If he can you know, execute a passing offense, he probably will, right? Cody Carpentier told us on this show three weeks ago, he'll run for 1,200 yards if they start in week one, any team. And that could happen. Yeah, and that's why I used Richard as an example. But even like, field, where was Fields going? He, was, he wasn't going in the top five of, right, of single quarterback dynasty leagues, I don't, I don't think. I feel like you could get, you know, I know J- Josh Allen probably wasn't back, you know, when he was. So I feel like you can get these guys in the late first. Again, I've, like I said, I, I nine, I, again, depending on the roster and all that stuff, eight, I could see you taking them over like a Zay Flowers or a, or even like a, Dal- a Dalton Kincaid. Um, if you want to say, if you want to go quarterback over tight end and the non-tight end premium, non-super flex situation. If it's, if it's tight end premium, I would probably go Kincaid. But, um, but yeah, that's just kind of how I have it in single quarterback this year. Uh, but I know people are people are going to go crazy for Richardson. They're going some people are. They're going to pick him third after the two running backs because they don't love any of the receivers or their situations. Um, and if listen, if Richardson hits, if Richardson runs for a thousand yards and eight touchdowns, like you're going to be just fine, you know. So, but if you've got a good quarterback already and it's not best ball, he might not help you a ton uh, if you already have a good good quarterback. So it really has to like fit what you're trying yeah. to do. Um, but that's why this that, that's why this this is fun. So, so yeah. After two, my number three is uh, Smith and Jigbo. What, what, what do you think? Gibbs is two. Yeah. No question about it. Yeah. I agree. For me, yeah, yeah. You know, again, the right it's the right point. Like, where are you at with your team? But Smith and Jigbo was almost everybody's number one receiver before, like a week ago, and. You know, there are receivers there to provide competition, and who knows about quarterback? That's right. But good is good, and we know that talent outweighs situation because the situation changes so much. And I don't know, is Pete Carroll? Pete Carroll has been somebody that we've sort of looked down on in fantasy for a long time with his different coordinators, Schottenheimer. Like, what are they going to figure it out? They're drafting running backs on top of running backs. They're still doing that, by the way even in this draft, but is he there in three years? Is he there in five years? I don't know. If you like Smith and Jigba, who should have a 15-year career in the NFL, you shouldn't worry too much about it. You know, if you're drafting early, odds are you have a little bit of a build to do in Dynasty. So I think it's fine. Like he, he to me, would be wide receiver one in a, a Dynasty rookie draft. Yes. Yeah, and to kind of make the point with Richardson earlier, Nick says Richardson and Taylor create the most stressful mesh point on a zone read the NFL has seen. It's probably it's probably right. I mean, we're talking about the most athletic quarterback to ever play the position as far as size, you know, weight, height, speed, athleticism. Um, that's pro- probably right. And Taylor's a monster <laughs> in and of himself. So, yeah, do you think do you think Richardson downgrades Taylor for this year? That's a great question. I don't, I don't know. I don't probably just from a, like, I think 
when you get down to the goal line, like when you get inside the five, I feel like these quarterbacks who run really well just oh. trust themselves more. I mean, look at look, look at Josh Allen. Now, Josh Allen doesn't have a Jonathan Taylor to hand the ball to, but he's just like, listen, I trust myself. I can throw it if I want to off of this read. Like, you know, I just, I want to do it. And so I think with Richardson, you might see the same thing, especially if he's struggling to throw touchdown passes, he might want to find his value inside the five. So I think it probably downgrades Taylor a little bit, but I think Taylor will still be fine. Um, he right now is probably like, I would take, it's funny. I've got Taylor. I say, I think he's gonna be fine, but I might have him lower than consensus. I mean, I, I would take Bijan over Taylor. I think um, Barkley. In, a, in a, in a, in a, in a regular redraft. Um, Barkley. Probably Barkley too. Yeah. I mean, that's, 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 that, that's close. I think they're Eckler? all. Yes. Eckler. Yes. McCaffrey. So yep. that makes, that makes uh Taylor running back five for you. Sure. And again, I, I do enough where, you know, I'll have Saquon sometimes I'll take Taylor sometimes, you know, but Bijan, I've been, you, we've been, I've been drafting Bijan since we could draft uh, at, you know, I took him as high as RB four and I'm, and I, and I love it, you know, so um, I'm fine. I'm fine with that, but, but no, those are great questions, Mike, that no one's going to have the answers to, right. It's all going to be like, how do we project it and all that type of stuff. It's just, Everyone's gonna have their own all their own opinions on uh, on what they think is gonna happen. Remember the, of course you do the Eagles quarterback sneak play that they made famous last yeah. year. Yeah. Don't you think you're gonna see that from 32 teams this year, thinking they'll all get an edge all the time? Richardson, I don't know, like a guy like Allen who's now six years in, maybe yeah. less so, but Fields, like I think the quarterback touchdown numbers go up this I year. Think yeah, and I think the Colts' offense is going to, oh, they're not going to move the, the rookie quarterback. He's not, every time, it, like if they're smart, like every time it's third and two or fourth and two, if they run that Philly quarterback play, I mean, who's stopping that? Like you're going to, you might, you, he might slip and fall once a game, but you're going to pick it up seven other other, other times. So I think the offense is going to be fine. Yeah, I could see, I could see uh, Richardson pushing Taylor because <laughs> Richardson's so big. So yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it's gonna be it's be gonna fun. be a fun it's gonna be a fun offense, man. Offensive line could get a little bit better, but <laughs> receivers galore, not receivers galore, but fine receivers, uh Pierce and Pittman and um Downs. Downs, yep, the rookie out of the slot there, speedster guy I wanted the Bills to take, but I like that. I like that, yep. I talked to Matt Harmon today on WGR and he's big on downs. If you want that, you can okay. uh, tweet at me and I'll get it for you. So if you're in the sort of the standard league here, Adam, rank the four receivers that went together in that pack in the first round, and then tell me who's five for you in a rookie draft. So PPR, one quarterback, doesn't matter draft position, your draft position. What's the order for you? The four receivers that went together, that's Smith and Jigba, Johnston, Flowers, Addison, and yep. then who's your number five? Uh, I've got Smith and Jigba. I've got Addison. I've got Johnston. And then I've got Flowers. And this isn't like how well I like them talent wise. It's just for fantasy. Um, That's Dynasty? Dynasty. Yeah. Okay. That's for, for, for Dynasty. Uh, I love um, I love Johnston because of the offense that, that, that he's in. And they can get rid of, they can save. 40 million on the cap by cutting Allen and Mike Williams next season. 
Now, I don't know if they would do it both. I mean, uh, Allen's already th- 31, but Johnson has a path within a year. Um, and I think, you know, he can learn from those two guys. I think he fits in perfectly there. He doesn't have to be the guy. Um, so I, I really do like that. Um, and I kind of, I'm going to go off the board here. I really like, we didn't talk about this much in the off season, but, you know, doing all my rookie profiles and stuff like that. I really want to like Jaden Reed for the Packers. I think he's like a sleeper type of guy. Um, And I just wanted to, because it's like Jonathan Mingo, eh, the Panthers, eh. You know, like what if, what if the Packers offense is pretty good? What if Jaden Reed is really good? Like he's, I feel like he's like a Stefan Diggs type, type player. Um, I kind of like Jaden Reed. So he might, I might, I might go off the board or maybe trade out, try to trade back and get him, but he would probably be my my number five. Wow. I'm thinking of Matt Harmon again because he loves Reed. Does he? Uh, oh, I yeah. love it. Yeah. I love it. Smith and Jigba, one for me, definitely. Johnston, two for me, definitely. He made all the right points. And he's also somebody, I remember talking to Sigmund Bloom last week, somebody who has the body. Yeah. So if he can learn the techniques, I don't know if he has that support in L.A. If he does... Like it's been written, I know by Sigmund for one, he'll be the wide receiver one from this class if he gets better as a player. So, or at least candidate for it. I don't want to overstep. So Smith and Jigba, Johnston, and then I would go Flowers three because I think Flowers has like the most ability. And Beck, you know, Beckham is old. We'll see how it plays out. Again, these guys are so young and their situations are going to be so different. If you and I want next week, we can go back five years and talk about the receivers who were drafted and like what we thought and then what it is. I mean, it's so there's there's so much change that happens. And then I, I think Addison, everybody's saying it, but Addison is fine for this year. And he definitely has traits. He has the route running. He has certain things about him that people like. So, you know, I think you can sort of do that. And then five, I think Rice is the most interesting for me with the Kansas City point. And I want to think that there's a little bit of scar tissue on the players who have gone for Sky Moore and gone for Hardman and MVS and just pushing and pushing and pushing for the Kansas for the Mahomes receiver that maybe the odds play is just keep doing that. And that Rasheed Rice is that player. That's not a Matt Harmon guy, to mention him for the third time. Uh, Harmon, not. Rasheed Rice, although that's probably great. Uh, anyway, just like I'm playing the odds there with the Chiefs receiver because situation does matter. But, I mean, Mingo, the athlete, the, the freak that he is athletically, and then Tillman, and, I mean, is it Hutchinson in Houston that's interesting to me? That's a Saturday pick. There's so many. Oh, it's always true, Adam. There's so many receivers as you go through the weekend that could end up being the one. So, I would say load up on them, but I don't think you can. I think running back is the better overall strategy for that, like in terms of your roster construction. Yeah, running back is such an interesting, you know, and again, you usually have to deal with this uh, running back more than receiver, whereas a running back usually goes to a backfield that's got some serious competition. Um but uh, but you have two, you know, even even when Gibbs gets drafted, it's like <laughs> You know the Lions had three good running backs. Now they've only got you know two, which is which is fine. You can get away with two for fantasy. Um, but you've just got a lot of interesting 
ones with Charbonnet. Charbonnet, blew, you know, I think he kind of that oh. kind of surprised everyone, broke a lot of hearts. I mean, what the low point of the draft? Seriously, the I mean, low point of the whole draft was Charbonnet. What an awful, uh, what an awful thing for for everybody involved. And it's just, uh, you know, it's funny. So I did a, I was with the, the uh, Draft Sharks crew uh, over draft weekend. And we were doing a under or we were doing an FFPC uh, draft, and um, and I, I took Kenneth Walker at the two three turn, and I said I'm going to have a lot of Kenneth Walker this year, I think. And not a, two hours later, did they take Charbonnet, and I'm like, oh, oh my god, that would have been the- such great value in that moment at two three. Yes, and then you're totally your legs are totally cut out. I know, and I think now I'm I'm going to be taking more Charbonnet than I am Kenneth Walker. Depending on their like, if Walker stays in the third round, Charbonnet is going in like the seventh or eighth or ninth somewhere in there. Like, he's such a. If Kenneth Walker goes down, Char, it's with Charbonnet's Rashad Penny. Kenneth Walker goes down, Charbonnet's a top ten running back, and vice vice versa. Charbonnet goes down, Kenneth Walker's a top ten running back. So, I like to go with the cheaper end of that kind of um, backfield there. But uh, you know, there's that. Then there was Kendra Miller to the Saints. That's interesting. Yep. Um, you know, Yakobo says Kendra Miller's gonna smash in New Orleans. I'm assuming that's because uh he likes Kendra Miller, he or she likes Kendra Miller, and the looming Kamara s- suspension, you know. So that decision. Now, I don't like Kendra Miller, the the player. Um I don't love I don't I don't hate him, but I don't I don't I don't love him. Um so I don't know if I want to pick based off of that. Um uh, but uh but yeah, we'll see. But no, you want to ignore that. Correct. That's right. Um, it, not, no, don't don't accept that necessarily. Like, I don't do player takes. I mean, for me, it's <laughs> like everybody else. There's so much. There's so much sound. I don't want to say noise. There's so much sound out there. So much analysis. Exponentially more every year. Take the consensus and walk away. For me, you know, at my advanced age, that's what I'm perfectly willing to do. And so Miller, for me, is somebody that like shot way up spears is somebody i did like because other other people told me to do that also when was the senior bowl now there's maybe a little bit of a medical with spears but he's in tennessee if henry's there it's henry if not maybe it's a a big result but it's probably a terrible offense i mean who starts at quarterback for tennessee is is Tannehill going to be on that team or is it levis and spears and Burks and Westbrook Akine, like, is that their offense? No, that, yeah, yes, that is their offense. And it's getting, it's getting worse and worse and worse. And look at how the man that ever since that trade, that first round trade last year, AJ Brown, the freaking Titans have done this. The Eagles are like, you know, everyone's raving about how good they are and how much talent they have, which is, which is, which is true. And the NFC just sucks. There's like one good quarterback in the NFC on the Eagles, like, you know, Dak, of course, too, but it's like, you know, the NFC's a mess, but yeah, the Eagles are fine at the board. But yeah, there's like A-Chain. I like him to the Dolphins too. That's where we want, I think that's where we talked about him a couple of weeks ago on the podcast. Was A-Chain yep. to Miami, get a nice fast guy there. Oh, in yes, and, with Cody. Yeah, yep. And, like and Miami, so, he loved that. I, yeah, I love that. I, th- I think I got the point for that for that, that one, Mike. <laughs> uh, <on> that. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so there's there's some interesting spots and some some really nice spots. I think running backs, did well for themselves as far as landing spots outside of Charbonnet. Um, whereas but, but Adam, who's running back three 
in one of these drafts, no matter what the format is, who are you picking? Uh, yeah, uh, that's 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 a good point. Probably. Uh, A Miller. Charbonnet. No, no, I'm probably trading down. I don't know. I, well, you know what I mean. I, I well, that's what I'm doing. If you ask me what I'm doing, I'm see, not, we're I'm fighting. Not, I'm not taking that's number three. I'm not taking number three. I'm taking a receiver. I'm trying trading out because there's just no. I mean, Charbonnet would be would be the answer but again it's uh, but it's just for the for this year like you know they have a really good running back that's already there and kenneth walker so i think i think there's value in a dynasty a rookie draft all else equal your roster is in the middle like most teams in taking because of what you just said as many of these guys as possible Right. Because somebody wants kincaid to win now somebody wants addison to win now somebody wants I don't know, one of the quarterbacks to win now. You can go Charbonnet, A-Chain, Spears, Bigsby, et cetera. And like that's your roster in two years, if not sooner. I think you're going to love it because those guys are good. And right. we're sitting here in a, in a league, in a world where Mixon and Elliott and Fournette and Cook are still relevant and Eckler doesn't know what to do. And two years ago or last year's guys McCaffrey and Barkley who everybody thought were on their way out are actually pretty close to on their way out like these guys are are pretty good they're going to be shinier toys next year but I, I think in dynasty you want as many of those guys that everybody is sort of down on after last week as possible yeah because you can get them at value because you got guys like me tr- tr- trading out you know a guy yes. that I yes a guy that I really love who's, who's the best running back on, on his team that just needs to have it work out is Sean, Sean Tucker out of Syracuse. He's on the Bucks, signed as a, yeah. as a free agent because of the, the heart issue. Sean Tucker would have been a third-round pick uh, if he doesn't have that, that, that heart issue. If that can get f- figured out, uh, obviously, you know, he shouldn't play if they can't figure it out. But if that gets figured out, he's the best running back on, on, on the Bucks, and he's a guy that you might love long-term. And you can get him – I don't know where, you know, the rookie Jeffs are just starting up, but I'd be interested to see in your draft where Sean, Sean Tucker goes. Um, I, would I think the guy that, of, yeah, that makes sense. Of the running backs that went on Saturday, McBride for me is the most interesting in Minnesota mm-hmm. because there is, and I read everybody like you do, you know, I'm not writing anything, but I'm reading everything. And everybody likes McBride athletically. And Minnesota is what? Madison on a small re-up deal, Cook, who knows, and that's it. So McBride is, like, good enough to play right away. Nwongmu, he's above that. He's good enough to play right away. And there could be a situation, you know, series of events where he plays often, you know, pretty early. So of the late-round guys, for me, Abanaconda with the Jets is terrible. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because just like, what are they doing? They wanted Gibbs too, the Jets. <laughs> like, people are betting them for the Super Bowl, and they're still trying to add running backs. So you, you can't. Come on. <laughs> just come, the Jets didn't. Don't don't we don't we have memories of growing up and knowing what the Jets represent in our football lives? Come on. Yes. It's just you cannot bet bet the under on the Jets. The Bonaconda, we all liked him as a prospect, but he's going to he's going there with. Paul or even Carter, like it was gross. I know, I know, and yeah, there's just so many. You know, you could talk 
we could talk all day about the running backs and the different landing spots and the stuff. I mean, I, you know, I like the guys that go to backfields that aren't, you know, don't necessarily have stud guys or guys with high draft capital. You know, you, you, Roshan Johnson's on the Bears now. You know, he could win the job out outright. You know, or he's he's again he's an injury way. A lot of these guys are in their injury way, but um, Chase Brown with the Bengals. Um, Nick yeah. in the chat, Nick Good in the one. chat brought brought him up. How about that off off topic? How about that? Did you see that that Deuce Vaughn video of his dad calling yes. him when he got drafted? Oh yes. my god, unbelievable, unbelievable stuff. But uh, I like it. But you know, I'm I'm closer to heartless. And you know what I think? Dallas is such a joke. <laughs> right? You're like what the do we do? Smith Smith conversation. And these are videos they promote, thinking that makes them look good. The one where they pick Mozzie Smith over uh, Bergeron and Mike McCarthy is quipping in the beginning of it. Oh, we're just getting started. Like, has Mike McCarthy ever once said an actually funny thing? In your opinion, <laughs> like, would you, if you had to bet your life on it? The answer, of course, is no. No, never. So it's not funny. It's Jerry Jones, you know, like this. Okay, Mozzie Smith. Because it makes the room feel good. Right. And Deuce Vaughn makes the room feel good. But they're the worst. They're the worst every year. <laughs> and they're going to re-sign Elliot, and Vaughn is going to be on the practice squad, and somebody's going to remember the time that dad signed him. You know, like, it's just, they're, they're the most laughable. There's Houston, and there's maybe one or two more, and then there's Dallas. Like, they're just such an embarrassment. Yeah. And they're the wealthiest franchise in all of sports, which, you know, makes them a bigger embarrassment times 100. Times a thousand. All right. Well, we didn't get to our. I want to. I want to apologize to our fantasy pros draft in the green room because we were unable because of time constraints to get to it tonight. Stay tuned for Tom Snyder, and he's going to have Floris Leachman on, and we're not going to have time to get to the, the fantasy pros draft. But uh, we apologize to the fantasy pros draft. We have a. a we have four months. Yes. Of drafting oh. and reanalyzing the analyzing and that'll be really fun because when you're like us in the deep end everything is fun all of this is fun right oh yeah no i felt great to draft with conviction a little bit of conviction the last couple of days here so uh i can't wait to dive into the mid-stakes stuff underdog has just been a little a little tease a little taste and uh yeah once these start to once these everything starts starts to shake out um, I think, you know, like you said, it's May. This is when I start drafting. Right after the NFL draft, and I'm not going to stop till the Saturday before the game start. Hashtag draft with conviction. Adam, I can't wait to see you Sunday. You yes. know, uh, what like in the, John, in the John Wayne era, when people like you and I tonight had a disagreement, they would settle it with Zoom calls. Oh. No. They would meet in person. We'll do that on Sunday. We'll get a picture. High noon. Event fans. We'd meet at high high noon. High noon. Gary <laughs> Cooper. We'll we'll meet at high noon on Grand Island, and and Leone can't come because he's running the Toronto Marathon, which is awesome. Shocker. Um, but that's a tough league, and we have defensive players, which we don't like to talk about on this show because it's like the the you know the, the deep end is you know you dive into the deep end in your pool. There's a deep end of the ocean where there's mountains that are taller than Mount Everest, and yes. you don't even know what's going on there. That's where the IDP landscape <laughs> is sort of floating around down there with eels. 
Yep. And jellyfish and whatever else is going on there. Yep. Anyway, I've been talking for long enough. Mike Shope, Adam Krautwurst, thanks for watching and listening to The Deep End. Please follow, subscribe, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, all of it, Twitter, at Shope Talk, at Adam underscore Krautwurst. We'll see you next Tuesday night. See you guys. Be sure to subscribe and activate those alerts so you get notified as soon as new videos drop. And be sure to check out playerprofiler.com. We have all the tools for you to dominate every type of fantasy league. We have a draft kit, Dynasty Deluxe, Data Analysis, DFS Dominator, and don't forget the player rankings to rule them all.